back. It's your internet uncle. We're going to talk about a trip we took. Well, a trip my mom, the bro, and I took in August of 88. And it was a little bit of an adventure. It cost uh, my mom a fair penny. I guess it cost the family, because I can't remember my mom was working at the time. I don't think so yet. Any case. And we went on a big oriental adventure. And didn't realize at the time, it was actually also a scouting trip uh, to relocate to Australia so my mom could be closer to her sister. The old man had gone ahead uh, the month before to see what it was like, because, of course, August in Canada is summer. But in the summer hemisphere, which includes Australia, it's winter. He hated the dust storms in Melbourne. There's probably other reasons why he didn't want to move there. But, uh, and there's probably a reason why, you know, he didn't come with us on, you know, with the bro and mom on our trip. Probably too dumb to realize at the point, but, you know, there was obvious signs of marital stress. Any case. So most of us, we went to Hong Kong, to a couple provinces in southern China, to Taiwan and Australia. And that was obviously, that was the first time I'd been on a, one of the double-decker 747s. And it fascinated me. And because uh, there's like kind of the upper deck uh, bubble. And you weren't supposed to go up there. I think that's where they stuffed like the first and bit business class people. And I would sneak, you know, when everyone was kind of sleeping or whatever, sneaking, poke my head up there before getting shooed back down to the, you know, to the coach seats. And this is during the days when they still allowed smoking on planes. And they had smoking sections. They they had heavy curtains to try to prevent the smoke from, you know, moving across the sections. Those things never worked. But in any case, first place we hit, as far as I remember, was Hong Kong. And I always said, you know, a big part of the cost of that trip was staying, paying for hotels in Hong Kong. We split a little, kind of like a little flat-like thing where we had one room and there was like two or three bedrooms connected to a central kitchen and washroom. And my mom said it was $150 US a night back in 88. So that's probably like 300, 300 something now. Anyways, I was amused, you know, being a kid of about eight at that time. And when we were walking around, there's areas where, you know, they had signs saying, you know, beware of pickpockets. I've been told by other people, uh, not of Hong Kong, but of Naples, being an area where there's a lot of pickpockets. But apparently they don't have signs. I assume that the pickpockets stole the signs. <laughs> so in any case, besides pickpockets, learn about, for the first time, what true heat and high humidity heat was like in Hong Kong. Like, me and the bro, we were melting. We spent a lot of time in the hotel room watching TV, including cartoons we didn't have here. And I included Saber Rider and the Star Trails. Not the greatest cartoon, but it was memorable. Still holds a special part, place in my heart today. And also, um, Hong Kong, uh, the translation of its name into English is Fragrant Harbor. And boy, was it fragrant. But not the good kind. In any case, we moved on to Fujian. And we took a train there. So Fujian is actually where my mom's family originates from. Uh, before her... Uh, her dad, uh, her mom and dad moved to Vietnam to set up trading. 
So we went to go visit uh, extended family in Fujian, and you know, like I said, we took a train there. And at some point, you know, you know, long train right, had to take a pee, and it was, you know, very odd. You know, when you're getting to the washroom area, that there's no bowl or seat. You know, the kind of the seat cover was right on the floor. There is a foot pedal I could step on, and I stepped on it, and you know, underneath was the railroad ties just whooshing by. And I was like, well, I had to pee better there than on the floor. So I pissed on the speeding tracks underneath. So I can't remember why um, we had fireworks, but we had fireworks at the, the relative's place. And we got to play with the fire, not fireworks, firecrackers. And there were the little chain, little daisy chains of these firecrackers. And there's one you know, that didn't pop. So I decided to pick it up. Thankfully, it was a very small firecracker. Otherwise, uh, I'd be enjoying some multi-finger discounts. Then we went on to Taiwan. So one of the big things, uh, <laughs> I said big, uh, things I remember about Taiwan, or from the pictures anyways, is there's a little miniature world. They kind of set up this kind of miniature diorama of like airports and the city and railroad tracks. Still operating. It's pretty cool. Can't remember where we were at, but there's a you know, guards at attention at a monument or something. You know they're guarding it, and they're not moving. Yeah, you know, I'm being a dumb kid, being a dumb tourist. You know, it's kind of bugging them to you know do something. And the hotel we stayed at there, they had breakfast buffets, and you know, being a group, I guess I was yeah. Not probably. I was a fussy eater, so the only thing I would ever eat there was crispy bacon with cucumber. It was fantastic. So one other thing happened at that hotel. I used to sleepwalk as a kid, so you know it's at home. It's not a big deal. You just wake up in another room. In a hotel, is different, especially when you leave the hotel room, walk down a few flights of stairs, get woken up by a security card, don't know how to speak Mandarin, and and don't know how to explain, you know, like where I needed to go or what my room number was. Thankfully, I actually remember what my room number was. Ran back up there, you know, banged in the door. The bro was asleep and he was like dead to the world. And me being, you know, kid at the time and also being a crybaby, I thought I had been abandoned. Right? And just started bawling there. My mom and uh, her brother came by and it's like, and like yelled at me, why are you outside? I thought there's like, I don't know. <laughs> I slept walk. So, you know, they got me packed back inside and because we were sharing this room, like I think uh, there was like two twin beds and like the bro got the sofa and I got two chairs pushed together. Anyways, onwards to Australia. So my mom's sister, uh, one of her sisters had, uh, this was the second oldest, I believe, had gone to Australia rather than Canada. Her oldest had gone to Canada, uh, to Toronto. And, you know, my mom's sister put it pretty soon, Decent life there. You know, we went to market with her to help sell, her sell food, uh, sell produce. And she parlayed that, uh, you know, along with her kids' uh, investments and, you know, businesses, right? They actually became millionaires. Uh, that's what my mom told me. I think they still are. I don't know if they're, you know, they don't talk much nowadays. So I actually was enrolled in school in Australia. So I went to school for two weeks. Learned national anthem for Australia because they sing it every morning. I'm pretty sure, but then I never stuck. What stuck was Australia's unofficial national anthem, Waltzing Matilda. 
and I think I had been introduced uh, to the song actually in Canada because they, they use a lot of uh, colloquialisms for Australia and we were examining them in the Canadian classroom. In any case, as part of going to school there, we got to order lunch and that's where I fell in love with meat pies. I don't know what's in the meat pies, but a meat pie with a touch of ketchup on top, it's fantastic. My mouth is drooling to this day. It was $2 at the time, so probably about like $4 now. I bet you it's like $5 or more now. Things in Australia are pretty expensive. Any case, you know, we spent quite a bit of time with my mom's family there. Um, that's probably the closest, actually. Well, probably, I, I'm just guessing, but, uh, you know, since then, you know, everyone drifted apart, unfortunately. And we actually never ended up moving there. You know, I stayed in Canada. Uh, my mom was upset. Her sister was upset. And her sister complained about it for years after. And uh, I embarrassed myself because I told the kids uh, previously that. So when I got back to school in that September, I went back to the same school I'd been at before. And they all mocked me because I said I was moving to Australia. And it's like, well, I thought you were going to Australia. Well, we didn't. But uh, just a short one today. Thank you for listening and uh, for your viewing consideration. I'm sure uh, plenty of you probably heard of Chef John at foodwishes.com. I think he's fantastic. But, you know, I like with anything, it's best for you to go and see for yourself. Again, thank you very much for listening and catch you later.